0: He takes the timeout. Technical They're out of timeout. Technical foul. Technical
1: foul. Welcome in America to Sweet is Set and how sweet it is. Oh, man. Honestly, last night I left here and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to sleep after that game, and I feel very similarly tonight. I am fired up. Thank you, we, Arizona. We, Thank you, TCU. We
0: just got done watching TCU and Arizona go to overtime. Uh, a wild, wild, Oof. wild ending to regulation. One of the craziest uh, sequences. Uh, uh, Mike Miles is 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 trapped. Uh, Coloco. There, there. I think there was a ball screen. I can't remember the circumstance, but uh, Coloco gets gets put on him and it's like you know what i'm just gonna stay on you and yeah they, trap him they end up trapping him panics brings it back to half court gets fouled tcu fans yeah would say he got hip I w- checked i would say he got hip checked uh flopped a little bit though but, but would they call it in the first half
1: yes they would have they
0: would have called it in the first half so. but I, but i also god that's a tough one it's a tough one <laughs> I, a tough I think one. i think what ultimately ultimately happened ended up being a wash i think that was good like if if yeah. arizona would have won on that I would have been irate as a TCU fan. I agree. Uh, but if we get five called... minutes
1: of basketball to decide who actually was going to win this,
0: but game. if you would have bailed a guy out who was very clearly panicking, the yes. trapped and then flopped, he definitely flopped. Which, which
1: it. also would have been bad for Arizona. That would have been bad for Arizona. sour taste in their mouth. So we go. We get five minutes and we figured it out.
0: I think it worked out well. Uh, yeah. Eddie
1: Lampkin uh, was was unreal in this game, and uh, th- th- this was the juniors versus Arizona, and we worried a little bit, and we talked about last night about. Arizona they're a little green yep. this is their first tournament you know experience obviously they're a one seed but they had to, you know, they got their feet to the fire tonight and they saw what it was like to go up against a physical Big 12 team and they survived.
0: Right. They got that, uh, I, as I said last night, I mean, they're, they're gonzaga light, or they might be better than Gonzaga, I don't know. But obviously Tommy Lloyd's trying to, to emulate what Mark Few mm-hmm. when, built when he was there with him and bring it to Tucson. And uh, that's great. That's, that's a huge reason why Arizona, I believe, is the best team in the country, at least has been uh, throughout the season. Um, the, the bad part is, is much the same way we saw in Gonzaga in the first half against Memphis, against a very physical team that likes to crash the glass. Mm-hmm. That was a problem for Arizona all night. It's going to be a problem by the way. I mean, we can, we can save the discussion for 26 of
1: offensive rebounds for TCU. 26. And I we think can, there may have been more.
0: We can <laughs> save the, the discussion for the end of the show, the sweet 16, like forecasting those matchups. But if I'm Arizona and I come out of that TCU game that goes into overtime and you give up 26 offensive rebounds. And you look up, what was it, 26? 26. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, they out-rebounded them 55 to 46 overall, but 26 offensive rebounds.
0: If I'm Arizona and I get done with the TCU game, I take a deep breath, we, we uh, pop the champagne bottles that were onto to the Sweet 16, and then I look up and I see Houston waiting for me.
1: Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh okay, finally, God, we're God. done with the very physical team that loves crash to crash the glass. Wait a second, we're playing Houston.
0: We get done with the best <laughs> offensive rebounding team in the country. Now we get like the second best. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly go wrong?
1: <laughs> I know it's tough, but maybe they learned a lesson in this game. And like we said, I mean, Arizona, they needed to to feel what it was like to be in the tournament. They thought that this game was a regular season game because they got up. We even had on set, we were like, I think that's game. And I think Arizona at one point thought that was game with about six minutes to go. TCU never quit in this game. They had a lot of belief. And the fact that Jamie Dixon you know, gets the first win since 1987 in the first round. TCU was a laughingstock of, of basketball when. You Not talk-
0: to me. Remember, TCU beat SMU. Yeah. Yeah. The, the America's Next Great Rivalry. Yes. That we were at, and I became a TCU fan. So to me, this was no. I, you expected, I knew, as expected, expected, as expected. Expected. But
1: as in, first reported on. Titan. In 2016, when he went to TCU, Jamie Dixon, obviously his alma mater, but there was a lot of people that were like will they ever even make a tournament with this guy?
0: TC Who, yes. I believe, was the headline. I, I don't know. I
1: just gone that. to the NIT a couple times. Gone to the NCAA tournament a couple times. Obviously gets the first win, like I said, in the first round since 1987. So from TCU side of things, congratulations, right? I mean, you have yeah. overachieved. And, I mean, hang the banner. You took a one seed, I mean, to the brink. And, and in regulation, you were tied. Hang the banner. Uh, Should have made the Sweet
0: 16 if a yeah. foul was called. But also, uh, Mike Miles flopped. So... It's kind
1: of a wash, but also it definitely was a foul. So I put the, put all that on a banner, we, hanging in there. We joke about a Sweet 16, like how much significance does it really have? But if if TCU made the Sweet 16, that would be front and center. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like would be this, a big deal. It would be a huge deal. But
0: also, uh, is a Sweet 16 a big deal because <laughs> it is not all Sweet 16s are equal. Yeah, they're they're not all paths to the Sweet 16 are equal. Not yes. all uh, not all programs value Sweet 16s the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do Michigan love- values them heavily. <laughs> If you don't respect Michigan, they made five straight Sweet 16s. Get over it. They big, did it. Big 10 stat of the day.
0: Michigan, <laughs> uh, five straight Sweet 16s. Um, I, uh, I, I love this time of year because every single team that mm. has made the Sweet 16 I – don't, I don't know how this happens, State. It's a wild coincidence. But every single coach that has found himself in the Sweet 16 – is a coach that has had to overcome insane adversity all season. Yes. Uh, You you would not believe the adversity that
1: this coach has had had to overcome. Jawan Howard comes to mind.
0: And also, on top of that, not only has he overcome great adversity, Mm -hmm. um, if I'm starting a program and, and, and you tell me I need to hire one coach, I'm hiring the coach that just won the game I just watched. Yes. That's the coach I'm hiring.
1: If you're was starting Kelvin a Samson. program, you have to hire Tommy Lloyd. There's no question that. Because that was the game we just watched. Yes.
0: But also, if you just watched the Houston-Illinois game, you have to hire Kelvin mm-hmm. Sampson.
1: If you start a program in college basketball and you don't hire Jay Wright, what are you doing? Right. Yes.
0: And that, that conti- And also Shaheen Holloway. Hire him. How,
1: how could you not? He's number one. On Why that. would you overlook a guy of that caliber and that talent?
0: With the adversity he faced this year?
1: And when you look incredible. at Mick Cronin –
0: we can do that all day. Yeah, it's a great 316, man. Yeah. The West is chalk. Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke. The East is chaos a little bit, but also you got like, uh, it, it's a fun chaos because Carolina is a blue blood. so Yeah. Uh, UCLA is you know, a blue blood. Purdue is a blood. And uh, St. <laughs> Peter's is a, blood. Purdue has blood. <laughs> and uh, St. Peter's is a fun story. And, and yeah. we get to see what happens there. Uh, the Midwest, I think is probably if we're talking about like, if we're talking ourselves into like fun stories, it's probably the, you know, no disrespect, but at this point in the season, literally any word that comes out of your mouth, it's like, this isn't the greatest thing ever. Every single fan base takes his disrespect, but the Midwest is probably the region. That's like the, the least second in terms of, uh,
1: Jason Sudeikis is running around his house, fist pumping in the air because Kansas is if you look at this the the four remaining teams if you're Kansas you feel pretty good about your chances. Yeah. Uh, not to say that they can get it done cuz that's not always the case but you feel pretty good about
0: and it. And then the south is going to south is going to be awesome man. That's going to be mm. battles. Uh, so so that said do you want to talk about some of these games today? Yeah, can talk we talk about uh, I mean yeah. I mean Arizona TCU we that was the one we just got done watching as we said. I think we I mean we kind of hit everything Ben Matherin, Benedict Matherin, I'm sorry. Um yeah, so he my, does not like Ben. Yeah.
1: Officially. Don't say um,
0: Ben. Huge shot. Huge three down the stretch. This was uh, not that we didn't already know this, but this has been a Dick team. He is the clutch performer for Arizona. He will continue to be the clutch performer as much as my heart wants it to be Kirk not. I know not. he wasn't 100%, but Kirk Carissa should know that he wasn't 100%. <laughs> at that
1: sequence in overtime, when he shot four, was it three, four, five three six? shots and, and one pump fake. So altogether. He threatened to take four shots. How many, how many? <laughs> None threes, of them were threatening to actually go in. How many theories does Kurt Crease have put up before he's like, you know what? I'm going to stop at this point. Never, never stop. And which stop. goes back to my original point, FTAs. You got to respect FGAs. He was one for 10. For he just keep shooting. And we remember the UCLA game. He just kept shooting at UCLA. Got to keep shooting. Yeah. She but uh, shoot.
0: can't say enough great things about TCU. Chuck O'Bannon, uh, Eddie Lampin, Mike Miles. Those dudes are, they, they're Dixon, inspired. I mean, they, they really are. It is, it is. You, you, there are no such thing as moral victories, uh, but at the same time, there are such things for some programs as moral victories. And this is definitely one of them because Arizona, yes. again, mm-hmm. to reiterate, I do believe that Arizona has throughout the course of the season been the best team and probably deserved to be the number one overall seed. And for TCU in San Diego, by the way, yeah, uh, there, there was a pro uh, Arizona crowd, a lot of U of A. U fans. Of a. Um, mm-hmm. that is, that is, that is great for their program and, and, uh, something they should be proud of that, that again, they were, what did I say to put on the banner? We should have won. if Should have won. Should have
1: gone to the sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. If they had called the foul, if they had the guts, uh, what would you have done if you were Dale and Terry? Um, uh, obviously this is the most controversial play of the first round, trying to dunk it, trying the to dunk at the end, but you can, as you obviously are jumping up, you can see the clock winding down. It was a very Michael Jordan space jam moment where you <laughs> yeah, wish you could just yeah. stretch your arm out yeah. and just drop it in. But he wasn't it's able tough to tough
0: because, I mean, you're in that situation. You're a lot of backseat drivers, uh, a lot of backseat drivers, <laughs> yeah. a lot of what I would have done, a lot yes. of what I had in my bracket was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There were people tweeting like what I had in my bracket was Dalen Terry should have shot the layup. Should have made it. Like, cool. Should have won a
1: regulation. Cool. Yes.
0: Good job. Great yes. bracket you had there.
1: Uh, Floater could have been an option. I think
0: I, I, I'm i OK with what he did, because I, I, I like to believe that what was going through his mind was two things. Uh, dunking it is cool as shit. Uh, yeah. so if you dunk it at the buzzer that's the coolest thing ever to win an NCAA tournament game go to the sweet 16 at the buzzer you're dunking it but also he was probably thinking it doesn't matter if I get the shot off if I don't make it so I'm gonna dunk it so we make it and like yeah. that's the most important thing and then let the chips fall where they may because otherwise you're throwing up the floater and you miss it and you get it all like yeah. part of it because we do the revisionist history there too like if he the the, the the
1: everyone's like why don't you just dunk it why didn't you just dunk it? You had time. There's a few people that say there's not enough time to dunk it, but they they don't know that for sure. Don't know that we wouldn't know that. All you
0: I would throw I, up a floater, yeah. it would break off, the, and you're like, oh my god, did you had a wide open dunk and you didn't dunk it? All I saw
1: thinking? in my mind was the slow motion of Patrick Ewing against the Pacers when he had the layup, oh, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, he's gonna dunk it. But then they, you know, did the slow mo and they break it down. They're like, but his knees weren't the same, and <laughs> Pat didn't get the same lift that he used to get, you know. And then he instead of going for the dunk, he Lays it over and goes for the finger roll, hits the back iron. So all I saw was Dale and Terry hitting the back iron. So that's why I give him credit for going the dunk because he wanted the definitive the right sure call. thing. And uh, at the end of the day, it gets done. So there you go, Arizona. I think it was the right call. Congratulations to Arizona.
0: But uh, you better not celebrate long. I mean, yeah. you better you better watch some tape and realize what's waiting for you. Because Houston, Kelvin Sampson just took his shirt oh. off again watching Arizona. Yes. You. He put his shirt back on after Houston won. And then he was watching that. And he's like, that's what we play? <laughs> he said that, that's what
1: we do <laughs> yeah.
0: that's what we do that's our game we're getting naked again yeah we could do that uh the the uh let's talk about the upset of the day well speaking which, of shirts what?
1: being taken off i mean this is the you're going to talk about auburn right yeah i want to okay. talk about Auburn. <laughs> it goes back to the shirt being taken off. i
0: want to talk about auburn and i yeah. know a lot of people watching a lot of people listening want us to talk about the big 10 sorry haters purdue won so uh we're, so you're okay we're going to push the big 10 discussion a little later in the show uh, for now, we have to talk about Auburn.
1: Put the yeah. SEC on front street. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're putting the SEC on front street. That that Auburn was uh, a, a team that Tate. I, I how long ago? Two months ago? Was it more recent than that? Was the number one team in the country for the first time ever? Yeah. A man by the name of Jesse Newell. Special shout out to Jesse Newell, AP voter who who voted Auburn. Uh, was it like 14th or 9th or something when Auburn was was waiting to become the number one team in the country? Mm-hmm. And Jesse Newell had him very 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 low on his AP. Uh, ballot got killed for it, like almost literally. Like was getting <laughs> <laughs> was getting death threats yeah. from Auburn fans. Yeah,
1: Auburn fans are losing their mind because Bruce Pearl, as we know, football mentality too. Like, I mean, Auburn fans they they're treating this like football. Dude, they're yeah. they're
0: new money at basketball. They yes. they go
1: to one Final Four. They think like because in run football the show. you can threaten lives. Yes, of you know
0: course. What I mean? I mean, that's what you do. That's part of the game. In fact, when you do you stand in front of the judge, you're like, Your Honor, it's college football, and he's like. He's like, it's life or death. I get, I get it. it. <laughs> I got to let you walk. <laughs> yeah. I gotta tell this it's works. It's basically a religion. <laughs> um, But this is not college football. It doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. And, and Auburn fans don't understand that. They're very... It never will. Uh, they're very okay. new to the party. They don't yeah. really get it. Yeah. Uh, and they killed Jesse Newell for it. And Jesse, if I'm Jesse Newell right now, I mean, I'm...
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm tweeting. I'm
0: probably... Yeah, I'm firing <laughs> off some tweets. I'm just sitting a lot of... Hmm.
1: Mm, interesting. <laughs>
0: very interesting because yeah. Auburn... Unlike Now, I, I want to be fair to Auburn because I, I'll say this at the top to be fair to Auburn. Auburn was 5-for-26 from the three-point line. Auburn had a very bad shooting night. Uh, this is something that uh, I, I have, if you're a longtime friend of the program, listen to the show, you understand how much I believe in making shots. Um, and, and this is a theme that we're seeing from teams that are getting upset over and over and over in this tournament. date. They're simply not making shots. That is, that is a cardinal sin in the NCAA tournament. You have to make shots to advance. You
1: have to. Uh, and these teams aren't doing it. Mm-hmm.
0: So I will give Auburn the benefit of the doubt. And shout say, out to
1: Brad Underwood who said after the game, we just didn't make shots. We got
0: the shots. We We, wanted. we
1: got the shot. We got the looks.
0: We got the looks,
1: all the looks. And, and shout out to coach Titus who said, I'm tired of bringing in shooters to IU. I need makers. I need makers. And in yeah. the tournament, guess what you need folks? You need makers, uh, not takers.
0: Coaches saying we got good looks, we just didn't make shots is is the best way to throw your team under the bus. It's so also, basically
1: saying like yeah. I did my job and I got these guys in World. the right spot. They it's called plausible spot. deniability, yeah. and it's one of the best abilities in coaching in college basketball.
0: Um, Auburn, so I, I I was giving Auburn uh, a little bit of, uh, of, of an excuse, a little bit of an out yeah. to say that Auburn going five for twenty six is uncharacteristic. It's an anomaly. Oh, uh, that's an anomaly. But you lost by eighteen. I don't think that ultimately made the difference. And and w- the point I was going to get to Tate was that the way Auburn was upset was in such a manner, in such a way that uh, we, you and I and anyone else who's been following Auburn all season saw coming from a mile away. Yes. Uh, that, that if Auburn was, in fact, not going to go on a Final Four run, if, if the bottom was going to fall out of the Auburn Tigers season, it was going to look exactly like it looked tonight. Yes. <laughs> where those guards are just like absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, uh, they, they, Jabari Smith didn't have a great game. He didn't shoot the ball well. But I, I'm going to defend him as well. Jabari, if I'm Jabari Smith, I'm I'm putting up stupid shots left and right because I don't know when I'm getting the ball.
1: Exactly. If Charlie Moore, who's the point guard of Miami, who's a great point guard is on Auburn, Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith have great games or better games than they had. And this is, we're having a game of a conversation about the actual best players on this team. Katie Johnson and Wendell Green and Jasper. I mean, all these Auburn guards, they have the entire year. There has been this, you know, air of confidence of we got this. And we even said when they were number one in the country, they need to lose a game. We got crushed. And, you know, we were kind of just saying... They maybe, didn't need to lose this game. This was not the game we thought they should lose. We thought that they should learn the lesson of what it feels like to, to lose a game and have it slip away. Well, For th- fear of this happening in March. And Miami, by the way, was never pressed in this game. Was oh never God. concerned no. about Auburn at all. And Auburn was behind the eight ball from from the jump. And shout out to Isaiah Wong. Shout out to Cameron McGusty. Shout out to Charlie Moore, who I just mentioned before. Those guys are guards and uh, Magussi kind of a wing, but they are they they settled the game down. They took good shots. They took what the defense gave them. They were patient. And then on the flip side, like you said, it's just chaotic. And what is the I don't even I don't want to blame just the I don't want to blame just the guards. The Coaching, you
0: want to blame Bruce Pearl? I do. Let's do it. Let me crack my knuckles. Yeah, uh, because
1: it's oh, one I've thing been for this all season. Oh my god, it's one thing to be a car salesman, it's another thing oh. to actually get down and coach the game of basketball. And in this game, Jim Laronega is obviously a great coach, he's done so much in March. We remember George Mason, we expect that from Jim Laronega. He ran circles around Bruce Pearl today,
0: yes, he did. And let me say this I'm gonna open with this last night. I went on a little bit of a rant. I, I uh you know, my emotions got the best of me when I was talking about Jawan Howard, and I want to I want to be clear that like I, I people aren't going to believe this. I I don't actually hate Jawan Howard that much. I hate the 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 media, the Michigan media mafia, the 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 Illuminati that is Michigan that, like, mm. that is running me, me. You know, like yeah. Adam Schefter putting out tweets, and you're like, what is good? Like the bizarre nature of the Kennedy Chandler hug, and the, like gets pushed to the moon, and everyone's like. Mm-hmm. We should make sure we see this as much as we saw when he struck him. Like, that whole dynamic, the the, the Jawan Howard adversity. Toward, oh, how many times you watch yeah. Jawan Howard strike that man? You watch, watch You had You must watch this. <laughs> like, talking about Jawan Howard, like, he was, like, one of the Duke lacrosse guys and was, like, falsely accused of yes. something heinous. And, like, uh, I can't believe we drug his name through the mud. And now I love that like, they over- had the Chester yeah. for us. <laughs> and now he's overcome. Like, that's what I hate. And that uh. that that's what drives me nuts about the Jawan Howard situation and all that. Bruce Pearl, I actually am a hater.
1: Like, Bruce Pearl mm-hmm. is is, is full-blown. This guy... I wouldn't even say you're a hater. Hater implies that, like, you're in the wrong a little bit. I mean, this is... this guy. True. This that's guy true. deserves what he is getting. This guy
0: deserves everything yes. that
1: happened to him tonight. He got hired uh, when he had a show calls. <laughs> I mean, that's impossible. That's like, all you need that, to say. That's something that used to be, like, when that would happen. Like, with well, Will Wade, there's a lot of people that are like, no one's going to touch Will right. Wade ever again. Checks out. Makes Checks sense. Out. Yeah. That's what Bruce Pearl was under. Instead, he went to Auburn. He has now reinvented the wheel, so to speak, in college basketball. And tonight, he got he got called on it
0: Bruce Pearl has what, what drives me absolutely insane is that Bruce Pearl for the entire season had the. You want to talk about like media machines and 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 all that? <laughs> Bruce Pearl has somehow like uh, he has the entire college basketball I mean not beyond college basketball, the entire freaking sports media being yeah. out of the palm is, of his yeah. hand at all times. He comes in, he all shucks. He is in it, and, and it hit me. It hit me this week. Who Bruce Pearl is. I was watching Righteous Gemstones, and I was like, "Bruce mm, Pearl, great show." Bruce Pearl is Jesse Gemstone. That's yes. exactly who Bruce Pearl is. Mm-hmm. That he gets in front of the cameras and where mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let, let's,
1: he, let's pass. Yeah. Let's pass that plate around.
0: Character counts.
1: We need some, we need some ties and <laughs> Pass that plate around. Do you believe in Auburn basketball? Hey, man, y'all. Do you believe in the number one pick? Where Do you like we go. Do you like Jabari?
0: Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. And then, uh, yeah, the show ends, and he walks behind the locker room, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you all." <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's who he is, <laughs> and like, I don't like. I, I feel like I'm going crazy. Uh, Illinois fans know because they remember like a thousand years ago, and and, and Auburn fans are like, "That was a thousand years ago. That was the old Bruce Pearl when he when he ratted out another coach, and then proceeded to cheat at every single stop he's been at." Suzanne. Yeah, that, that's not the that's same not guy. that's not him. That's not the same guy. Uh <laughs> but th- th- that's what drives you crazy is like you, you're like, how is this guy getting away with this? How is how is even people who know who he is are like i don't i don't know man he's like he's kind of yeah he, he, i know who he is but like this is a banger i yeah. like the song i love like the song and uh i don't man to see him lose by 18 it's so delicious it really is and and i'm yeah. excited and, and you're not going to believe this, this is going to sound insane but i am ex- i i i'm happy for auburn people that like that like it is cool to see like a program kind of rise from the ashes and like Final you have four. you have yeah. people in, you have Auburn fans who care about basketball that never cared about basketball five years ago. Yeah, And it shows when, they, when you communicate with them. and You have talks with them, but that's okay. Uh, the fact that they're so excited is great. The fact that they are, are firing off memes every time Auburn wins, all of that is great. It's, we, we need more, we need more uh, programs at the table getting excited about basketball. I will never, as long as I live, my promise to the American people, I will never, ever cheer for Bruce Pearl in any way, shape, or form. And in fact, I will celebrate him losing in the second round. As, as enthusiastically as I did tonight every single time because that man is right up there with Coach K. He's, he's definitely above Jawan Howard. Like, like uh, for as much as I, I went nuts last night, Bruce Pearl is unequivocally. Jawan Howard would have to strike f- at least three other men for me to,
1: yeah. to, to five get men. about
0: there <laughs> He has to strike five men, five men.
1: before, I, before he's on the same level. Um, I'll, I'll say this. The thing that really got me tonight is that you have two lottery picks on this team. And we, we can talk about the guards. We can put it on them. But you have two lottery picks. Texas A&M went small against these guys in the SEC tournament. Took Walker Kessler out of the game. The Defensive Player of the Year should be, in my opinion, the National Defensive the, the Player of the Year. National Defensive Player of the Year. Anyways, you've already seen this. They have it on tape. You, someone goes small. They bring Walker Kessler out. They put him in ball screens. Texas A&M just did this to you. So you would yep. think, hey, we watched the tape. We learn a lesson. We go to the tournament. We're going to be better for it. You can't get away with this again. Miami does the exact same thing to them. They have not learned a thing. They never learned a lesson and, all year. And that, and the, all year. But when we talk about Coach Case hubris, and a lot of people think that I will just point that out in him because I'm a Carolina guy. No. Hubris is all, it's it's everywhere. And hubris Auburn, is all around you. Auburn has it just as bad as anybody. The fact that they thought that they were t- more talented and, and able to just to walk into this game, and it was going to be a cakewalk. And I personally did not think that Miami had much of a chance in this game on paper, but as soon as the game started, it was basically over from the jump. When Isaiah I mean, Wong dunked on Jabari Smith, and then like he was
0: taking at Walker, like they, the, the way Auburn's won is with their defense, obviously. Yeah. Having Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, and and that the rim thing, those rim protectors. Yeah. Uh, it's not just that they block shots; it's that they alter shots. It's that the, the psychological effect yes. of them being down there. And and Isaiah Wong just just
1: He's like, Here's here's something for you. Bang. He had the one
0: finish over he took he just went right out Walker Kessler and, and finished over him too and I was like, This dude like the, the that that matters. Like that the, the psychological part of that of Auburn's like, Wait a second, this is not supposed to happen. You're yeah. supposed to be scared of us. You're supposed to
1: and we talk about Kimba They, they were never scared whatsoever. Isaiah Wong is a Kimba candidate, and uh, he showed in this game, I mean, the ability. He's such a natural, gifted athlete anyway. That was the other part of the hubris of Auburn. It was. See, it seemed to me that they were shocked at times by, like, a McGusty doing something athletic. You know what I mean? It's I like, who do you think you're playing against? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're in the NCAA tournament. Like, they're, they're not just going to gift you the game because you're better than them and you have the seed next to you. Yeah. And that goes back to the hubris of this. And that but they, attitude they, reflects leadership. And the leadership of this team is zilch. I think they thought they had plot armor because uh, the NCAA
0: March Madness packages that like they, like they, <laughs> Auburn granted access to CBS to, yes. like, to film stuff behind the scenes. And I think they thought Final Four. Okay, if they're going to film stuff behind the scenes, they're surely going to push us to the Final Four. So mm-hmm. they get like a whole run out of this behind the scenes footage. Maybe that's what it was. They're like, we have, we have plot armor. There's no way we can lose. What could possibly go wrong? So they, much. They, they, they were pressing. So I don't mean like the press defense. I mean pressing yeah. is like trying to force it. They the, should have been
1: pressing. They were pressing. That would actually be coaching.
0: <laughs> that would be something. They were, they were pressing the issue uh way too soon. Like they 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 started panicking way too soon. Yeah. uh they, they just I don't know. It, well, it was, well,
1: people crushed Calipari, uh, and not to bring it all back to Kentucky, but people crushed, crushed Calipari for saying you know he's so bad in game. He didn't do anything against St. Peter's. He didn't make any adjustments. He didn't take Sheboy out. He didn't da 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 do that to this guy yeah that's all i ask that's all we ask because if calipari who i have a lot more respect for is going to get that treatment you have to do it to this guy because (laughs) he's you have to you have to there's just no if ands or and i could not believe that there was no moment of like let's call a timeout and try to address this shake some sense into our guys hey come here kd stop shooting stop Stop. How many 30-footers can we take? Like, are we going to run offense? I mean, this game was not out of Window, hand. Gre- this and was they like, were taking shots like it was. This was like a parody game from Window Green. This yes. is like, if if you've never watched
0: Auburn and you've only listened to our show and you've heard us complain about Katie Johnson and Wendell Green, you're like, I, there's, there's no way there's, this th- These two dudes are hamming this up. There's yeah. no way that Window Green is this bad. And then he shot how many shots from the logo tonight?
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> and, and like fading All to of his left. And what I would say to that is like, I don't want to pile on those guys because it's no. not their fault. The fact that they Coach. can get away with it. Right. It comes down to coaching, coaching, and that's what's shocking. I also want to put out Jim Laranega in his opening statement tonight. Uh, he said he tuned into the, to the games before they started. He heard Charles Barkley tell the CBS crew that if Auburn won, he was going to take his shirt off, a la Kelvin Sampson. Um, and then Laranega said, I thought to myself, no one wants to see that, Charles. So thank you so much, Jim Laranega. Mr. March, I think mm. he's getting, the, he's getting the, the belt for me right now. He saved us from trouble. No, oh, That's
0: what figure. that's what that's what this time of year is about is like Jim Laranega, a guy that no one has talked about
1: since 2006. Yes.
0: It's now Or maybe 2013. 2013. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Now, all of a sudden, uh, he's a guy that if I had to start a program tomorrow, I'm, I'm...
1: <laughs> if I had to start a program, it would be Jim Laranega. And in fact, I would hire Jay Laranega, his son from the Celtics, to be my coach in waiting because I'd want the whole family to be there.
0: Uh, can you believe it? We lasted this long without talking about Duke, but, uh, now it might be, time. I think that's the next game on the list,
1: right? Or do you have more Auburn Miami thoughts? No, I think we're done. Congratulations to Miami.
0: I mean, we can, we it can, it segues nicely because we go from talking about Miami's win to Duke's win and maybe you have broader thoughts about the ACC as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I think the ACC has played their way
1: off the bubble. <laughs> I think, um, I-, <laughs> I have, uh, I, I literally look, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to tap my chest. I was laughing. I was not mad, even though I may have sounded mad. But the ACC this entire season, I was going crazy because you couldn't talk. Everyone was talking out of both sides of their mouths. You know, they were like, Duke is here. The ACC is here. And yet every game that I would watch in the ACC, even in Cameron Indoor, this ACC that was so far away from Duke would almost win the game or or take him down to the last possession. So I didn't know what everyone else was seeing. But then I learned that propaganda exists. The PR machine works, and we get to the tournament, and guess what? Uh, hey, Duke's a really good team. Shout out to them; they were right about that. But the rest of those teams that were so far removed from the stratosphere of Duke, they're pretty good too. I
0: will. Uh, I, I I will say I'm supposed to be the foil <laughs> to you when you get, get, get going about the when you get going about the ACC or North Carolina. Um, but I, I'm with you on the. Uh, there was a moment this season. I think it was when Duke smack carolina yeah
1: the day. first time around
0: and it did feel like the the discussions the narrative the whatever words you want like the powers that be that like the, the mechanism yes the college, the college basketball yes. gods uh it, it it was wild to see that like duke's win at north carolina put them into the one seed discussion yes while at the same time because that was a huge win huge win to, a great to be yeah. to
1: beat a team like to north north carolina but also a team like
0: north carolina, but also, but a also, team like north carolina? is on the ball bu- is, is like a, is, is on the
1: wrong side of the bubble so horrible has no chance to be in the tournament to... should not be respected but also we have so much respect for duke for blowing out and the that, team you're talking out of both sides that of the kept happening
0: that, that, happen- that, that did keep happening they're like every time duke would beat a team you're like that's a great win for duke but also that team sucks yeah even worse that, than we that thought team will
1: not lo- no longer also make that
0: tournament. makes duke better. you're like yeah. the gap has been widened even more
1: <laughs> and and it goes back to like all i asked for coach k is to be a champion for the conference. He
0: was. He said Virginia belonged in the tournament. And he
1: was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else he said? He said Armando Bacot was the ACC player of the year after losing to him. He was wrong. (laughs) I mean, you know, be a champion for the league. He was right today, though, because he did believe, as we've said on this, as first reported on Titus and Tate, that he was going to beat Michigan State no matter what. And Michigan State played the best game that they could play this they year.
0: played the best like yeah. this was uh, we, we were we were talking about it as this happened we went live for a little bit and uh, I, I I said this on a, on that broadcast that this this Michigan State team is uh, I wouldn't say it's a likable like they're, they're not hateable it's just like you know when, when you're going into march with a Tom Izzo team there's like a certain charm there's a certain yeah. charisma there's a you know, if, if they're lacking in talent you're still like it's 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 a group of guys you can talk yourself into and they rebound and they play hard and whatever yeah. it is. Uh, but there's something about like the, the aura, the mystique of Michigan State in the tournament that you talk yourself into and you get excited about. And I didn't feel like this team had any of that all season. <laughs> uh, th- this was not a, a, a likable team in that regard. Uh there there was no Cassius Winston type personality or Denzel Valentine type personality that was like, you know, drawing you in. Um so I, I this to me was a forgettable Michigan State team all season. And today, at long last, there was, was a stretch. Uh, where you know they they take a lead they take a five point lead yeah um and and the way they were playing throughout the entire game and Gabe Brown is hitting big shot after big shot and and Tyson Walker was playing great great I thought to myself I'll be damned they did it they're likable mm-hmm. like not and it's not just because they were playing Duke it was like the the way they were playing was so Gabe fun. Brown was great Marcus Bingham um, was great so I will give them credit they salvaged their season in that regard they they salvaged their legacies of like that this was like a stinker Michigan State team that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tom Izzo, I, I I said this to you as we were watching the game. I I don't remember too many instances this season where Tom Izzo was throwing his arm around players. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't remember him even getting uh he he didn't really do like Aaron Henry type stuff where we 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 should you and I should have had a discussion about Tom Izzo grabbing his is he players. going too far is he gone too far yeah. because that because we know that when Tom Izzo does that, he's he doing it out of a so place that I love. of yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like all season, like watching Tom Izzo and how he handled his team. He didn't love his team. It was a
1: lot of like. Yes. He's like, I really like these guys.
0: And I felt like tonight, like if Michigan State wins this game, I really do feel
1: like he's putting his arm around his players
0: in the next game. There's yeah. some bond. They're like, Gabe Brown's getting the arm around the shoulder treatment that he loves to do with. Uh,
1: you asked me about the ACC, and I was trying to think about uh, a way to describe how I felt about it. It was Tom Izzo when they were up five points, and Duke got three straight fouls called on Michigan State. That was that. That's how I felt because I he was laughing. You know, he yeah. was like, I'm not mad. I'm, not I'm, I'm just laughing because of how ridiculous this is. But deep down, you're like, what is going on? How ridiculous is this? But Michigan State gave a great effort. Great uh, effort again. I mean, Bingham and Brown are really the two guys that, when you say like, not as whatever traditionally likable, I think those are the face of the two guys. Yeah,
0: like those are the those are the guys that have to step up for. I mean, Malik Hall, uh, who was 0 for today and, and, yeah. and was a complete stinker of a of a game for him. But uh, in 15 minutes, but he. I I would throw him in the mix too but it is late. Like, it's Gabe Brown and Marcus Bingham I and mean, when they when they're playing well and they're playing tough, Michigan State is. And they were
1: great today. Yeah. They were great today. And and they they earned my respect. And also Joey Hauser first supported on this program after having his career high against Davidson. What did I say he go he go <laughs> 0 for 3? Yeah. What did he finish? He had 5 points.
0: Oh, he was 1 for 5. Yeah. He was 1 for 5. So, so
1: there you go. Bad. I mean that's how it happens. You know uh, who was Coach great K knew. You know
0: Coach who was K. great? You you want to say uh, maybe plug your ears but I want to say some nice things about Duke.
1: Yeah, please. Jeremy Roach is great. Yeah, Jeremy Roach is the difference. Jeremy Roach is the difference. If you've been paying attention to Duke, you know that what they've always needed is a point guard, a true point guard, a guy on this like, group, yeah, not, this not
0: just a point guard, but the guy who's happy to play point guard. The yeah, was like,
1: I, I am, I am totally fine in this role. I will. I, I want to help role. you guys do what well. because Duke is, if not, I think the most selfish team in basketball. That's good. Is Auburn? I think the second most selfish team is Duke. So you need someone that is trying to be selfless amongst this group of selfish guys. And Jeremy Roach is the perfect foil for that. He also hit a huge three late this game. So he has the cojones to do it. Um, I think Mark Williams is the best player. Of Mark the Williams team. is awesome. Mark Williams is very easy to root for. I said on this program once upon, once upon a time when we were doing the draft guide, I was like, how is this guy number 15? I see it now. Yeah, I, Mark I Williams is... I get it now. That was like in January. I do see it now.
0: Uh, you ask, ask people who their favorite Duke player is. If they say Paolo Bencaro, they're a basic bitch. Get him out of here. Yeah. AJ Griffin you know, is my favorite player. AJ Griffin's a cool answer. Mark Williams is a cool answer. Window Trevor Moore. Keels is like, I know I'm not supposed to say Paolo Bencaro, so I'm going to say Trevor Keels. But Trevor Keels but is like a role player.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, the real star, the three stars of Duke are Griffin, Bancaro, and Williams. And in, in reality, when the other two are playing well, Duke is almost unstoppable. Yeah, like if Paolo Bancaro has thirty five points but doesn't play a blended game and doesn't get other guys involved and plays selfishly, you actually can still beat Duke. But if those other two guys are playing well and they're connected, AJ Griffin and Mark Williams, it's a wrap. Uh, yeah, it's a wrap. I mean, they, it's a wrap. They, they they could win the title. And I you don't you know I don't like to say that, but I mean you see it. Yeah, you do. You do see it. They
0: they they are extremely talented team and uh and
1: coach K said every game is a championship. So he's actually got two-time champs. Um so these guy these kids are now grown-ups and they are now two-time champions. And if they win in the Sweet 16, uh I'm ready to see the Kobe well, pose. I'm ready to see the Kobe and Shaq pose, three-time <laughs> champs, 3 Pete. Um and then when they when they win the title, it's going to be the Michael Jordan 6. <laughs> um so get ready for that. It's coming. They only hang championship banners at Duke. So How about that, are they going to hang? Can we talk about that, Coach K? They're going to
0: hang two banners now.
1: Coach K said in a promo video on CBS, where he was recorded on camera, that they only hang banners that are championship banners in Cameron Indoor. And then shout out to the guy who edited the video because they immediately. I want that it.
0: producer on our show. You're that. You're that. Dude. Get that guy on the show. Yeah. Knows, you're him.
1: You're, he, him. He you're <laughs> him. He's one of them ones. Uh, cut to the actual banners in there, which are like fifteen vanity banners for Coach K. Uh, they have like the n- rank number one at the end of rank number one season, at the end of the season, which basically says like one. we should have won, but we, we got cheated in the tournament. It's, like we, um, it's a we choked banner. Oh
0: my! The, God. the final number one ranking banner is just basically saying we choked. Yes,
1: we did not win the championship <laughs> as expected. We uh, were the number one team, but we choked. It's beautiful. That's the hypocrisy. Uh,
0: That's how about mean. how about Paolo tweeting that? Uh, it, nobody nobody said that they were gonna get it out of the first
1: weekend. It goes back to what you said. How, how can everyone have this much adversity? How can everyone be doubted? And uh, just I, once I want one coach or one yeah. player or one team to be like, you know what's crazy
0: is uh, we're moving on to the sweet sixteen and we, we really didn't have like any struggle
1: at all. Yeah. Like, there's no advert like this season has been a dream. Uh, you, we've you never, never had any the only problems. Co- the only coach I could see doing that, and I say this sincerely it's hubert davis because <laughs> he's so positive <laughs> everyone's like didn't you have a lot of adversity that you had to go through yeah, guys like, leaving no, the-. he's like no, I don't no we, know we just worked. stayed together as a group we kept our head down and we stayed humble and we kept working you know what that's not adversity that's life <laughs> you're
0: like whoa i'm like dude you're not wrong you're not We've wrong. done it again uh duke moves on duke yeah. uh duke will now play texas tech they got the chalk bracket so i'll say this toughest Ooh. road you're looking at, you're looking at like, like I look at North Carolina's path. No, oh North God. Carolina has a four seed, then maybe a 15 seed. Like if St. Maybe. Peter's springs in, the, pulls another upset. Uh, so Carolina would Am have I to play show
1: with Seth Greenberg.
0: right now? Carolina <laughs> would have to play a four and then a 15 to get to the final four. Yeah. Whereas Duke would only would Duke would have to play the three seed and then probably the one seed. So mm. uh, I don't Carolina very easy path to the. This to the is
1: this team. was what happened this morning. Uh, shout out to Kevin Connors. Love Kevin Connors. But Seth Greenberg today that said that Carolina got very lucky to not have to play a number one That's or the nervous. number two seed. <laughs> Having just beaten the number one seed. I. I. I don't know what world I live in sometimes. Sometimes I think that people... I think sometimes I'm in the Truman Show and people are just screwing with me. They really are. Because uh, it
0: works every time. You know, it,
1: <laughs> it, works it, it, it triggers me. Time. You got me. Um, but yeah, UNC, right there in the Speed 16. Uh, can
0: we talk about the first game of the day? I think that yeah. was uh, that was a game we had circled as potentially game of the day. That was worst potential. game of the day, right? It was probably... I don't know it it, it was it, Illinois tried but uh, I it, the 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 greatest fear you would have if you're an Illinois fan came true which is that uh, Houston just completely broke Illinois uh, the, yeah the the, the the Illinois very undisciplined we knew that their guards are not very good right now we knew that Houston plays great defense they crashed the boards uh, how many offensive rebounds did they get I mean might have got 15
1: like, offensive rebounds it, but it I, felt like I, more I,
0: I feel like I remember every yeah. single one yeah um Illinois made a game of it. Uh, it it was interesting there for a second. Goody comes in and and hits a few shots. Melendez, uh, is
1: a the guide. technical foul on him really changed the game.
0: Melendez like doesn't get a ton. It, that has to be the, the 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 high minutes he's gotten this season. Yeah, I haven't watched every Illinois game, but to, to see Melendez playing twenty minutes, I was like, this is this is nuts. But it just shows you, I don't want to say desperate, but like Brad Underwood knew what he was up against and was like, we gotta we gotta throw some shit out there. And, yeah, and see what works. If Melendez was working. Yeah. And then he gets teed up in the, the, the most bogus technical foul and maybe the history of... of
1: Especially when you compare it to some of these other teams in Greenville, South Carolina, and that regional that were swinging all over the rim and untucking their jerseys every single time and no one says anything. Who's going
0: to have the balls to call a technical foul? Mark Williams. Oh, oh be I,
1: their jerseys. Bo Baroski. And it should have <laughs> been today. Do, it should have been it today, been it was,
0: today it Bo. Uh, so Houston, Listen. If you've been listening to the show for the last two years, you know how I've felt about Houston Tate. You 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 listen to the show, right? You, I listen. You listen one, I, sometimes I listen. When, when we talk back, with I listen. There. I don't hate Houston. I've never hated Houston. <laughs> what I've said is, I've disrespected Houston. There's yeah, a difference. Yeah, yes. There's you've a difference. You've called them frauds. Yeah. I've called them fraud. Like I don't. It, it's crazy to me how people you've get called like
1: them frauds for the dodging. More than anything,
0: people like it's so weird how you call people frauds and they get like upset about that. It's like it's yeah. not like I don't, why, the way why, that
1: you look at it is like you made my list. Why
0: get all? Why get so emotional, yeah. being called fraud? Like yeah. what's the big
1: deal? Yeah. No. Why, uh, why, why are you mad?
0: Why are you mad that I called you a fraud? <laughs> my problem with Houston has always been that like they they the the, the the ducking of Gonzaga last year left a terrible taste in my mouth. Mm. It it really did. I could I couldn't shake it. Uh, and then Houston goes on the Final Four run, playing nothing but double digit seeds. They get smacked by Baylor. I walk away from last year and I'm like, listen, I, again, I'm not a Houston hater because if I was a Houston hater, I'd say, do not hang that banner. I will, I will come to Houston. I will tear that banner down. Mm -hmm. You do not belong. You can, you're not allowed to hang a final four banner. To my credit, I was the bigger man. I said, hang the banner.
1: You said you can hang that banner. You
0: can hang the banner. I allowed
1: it. TCU. you can hang that band. You can hang the banner. Almost made the Sweet 16.
0: And then you come into this season with Houston. Yeah. It's it's sort of the same story. Now, they played in the Maui Invitational, which generally is is stepping up to the plate. But, like, the Maui Invitational wasn't as strong as it was. It was also in Vegas. The, the one, like, good team they played there is Wisconsin. They lose to Wisconsin. Uh, you, you start, like, watching throughout the season. They, I think they lose to Alabama. Uh, the, the the American schedule comes along. They they There's, like, two teams with a pulse in the American other than Houston. It's SMU and Memphis. They lose all the time to both of them. Memphis beats them twice before yeah. the the American tournament. So what am I supposed to do? You want me to sit here and, like, really – I mean, like, Ken Palm's taking a victory lap because his his metrics said that Houston was great. And the committee obviously agreed with me and gave Houston a 5C because they're like, has this team beating all season? They you also – get excited about. Yeah. Um, but, like, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to live in a theoretical world? Is that what you want from me? Like, you want – So what I'm saying, what Tate, Palm is all I've wanted for two years is to see Houston beat a really good team They still haven't done that. Illinois is a fraud. (laughs) But I'm going to be the bigger man and say that you you smoked Illinois and you did it convincingly and you did it with a style of play that was uh, infectious, frankly. And and a lot of people watching were like, I don't see the big deal with Houston. Houston's a fun team. They are a fun team. I, I just wanted to see it at, like, a level that wasn't against, like, Freaking Tulane and East it's, Carolina. That's all I want. Yeah.
1: And Houston has something to hang their hat on. The problem with Illinois is that they have literally nothing. They don't even know how they're going to play going into a game. They're the real frauds. Uh, yeah. Illinois' frauds. And, and Illinois, Illinois has been stuck on this page in the book. First off, when you know this all started, I mean, Illinois was at the bottom of the Big Ten four or five years ago. Brad Underwood comes in. Now they're competing in the Big Ten. Now, you know, last year they win the Big Ten tournament. So the turnaround for Illinois has been great. It's been quick. It's been swift. But on the flip side of that, they've been stuck in this Kofi world yeah. that we've been in. And it's not helping either party. I mean, Kofi doesn't look happy to be there. Obviously, it is it
0: stalled out. You we, know, we've been like, on an island all year, you and I, because we're not, we're, I guess, anti Kofi would be the, the way to describe it. Like, we think Illinois might be better without Kofi Coburns because you can actually empower your guards. And that's, like, I just think, the,
1: I just yeah. think it's, oh, I think today, if this, this kind of was a microcosm of the whole experience, it was like, Kofi, we have you out there to get these offensive, like we have you out there to get these rebounds. Like how are these guys flying in while you're standing right there and getting easy put back and then you're mad about it. So then you don't try on offense. And then it's the sixth cycle. And then, and, then, and then we can't and bench and then, you because if we do, you you
0: quit on the game. And then we complain about it. And then Illinois fans are in the chat or, or tweeting at us. Yeah. And they're saying Kofi had 19 and 8. He had no help. And why would you blame this on Kofi? Yeah. And a round and around it goes. And Illinois never does anything. Yes. And then they lose in the second round of the NCAA tournament. And here we are again. And I think you're right. We just went off the ride. Yeah. Kofi
1: transferred to Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're transferred to Kentucky. Or just go to the league. I mean, do, league. do whatever you got to do, but also... I don't know what league, but go. But stop being like the gravitational pull of Kofi for the entire program. All Everything is about program. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. Let's run pick and roll with Corbella so we can get Kofi involved. It was like every decision is made to placate Kofi. To
0: placate a guy that is, is pulled from like
1: 1987. Like yeah. His style of play. <laughs> it, I think it's going to be a breath <laughs> of fresh air, and I think that's why I was excited to see some of these younger guys play, because at least, I they didn't fully turn the page today, Illinois. Yeah, but it felt like we were starting to flip it. Yeah, and that's good.
0: So. Uh, Houston moves on, and and as we said at the top, talking about Arizona TCU game, that is a great great matchup for Houston. I'm salivated if I'm Houston.
1: I I yeah. I think I think you're watching. Well, I'm Arizona. Arizona. I watched that TCU tape, and if I'm Tommy, Tommy Lloyd's a really good basketball coach. We saw that late in the game. Calls a timeout. Draws up a beautiful play that gets a backdoor to Benedict Matherin. And at that moment in time, I was like, Tommy Lloyd, you passed the test. Yeah. And I think he's going to pass the test. He's going to teach these guys, hey, this is the tournament. These guys are going to get physical with you. They're going to try to wrap you up. That's what the tape says. I get don't ready for it.
0: I don't think this is an X and O's game. I don't think it's going to be a finesse. This is just like how how the cojones of, of yeah. Arizona. We're going to find out. Yeah, You're, it, it, They're going to come try to, to turn this into a rock.
1: I program. would sit Creasa. Yeah. Dude. Let, uh, like, let him get 100%. He's not 100%. Why? Why even yeah. put him out there and put him in a position to to not do well? So
0: uh, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Wisconsin, Iowa State. Iowa State uh, just not a not a not a fun game to watch, to be completely honest. But yeah. Iowa
1: State has
0: figured out a formula that uh, they, they they play great. They, they they have Kimba candidates up and down the roster because every time I watch Iowa State play, they play insane defense, or at least the other team goes cold and has an off night. And I guess at a certain point, you start to
1: you give credit. You
0: to start to give credit to the yeah. defense. Same with Houston.
1: That was. Kind of the early thing with Houston was like, well, a lot of teams just kind of struggle against them. It's like, well, yes. I think
0: that's something point. to do with that. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing with Iowa State too is, yeah. is there there seems to be one guy that steps up and and is the Kimba candidate of the, of the Brockington day, Brockington or whoever. It was uh, Tyrese Hunter the other night, mm-hmm. uh, hitting big shots. I he's uh, he's he's a Wisconsin kid, so going into this game, he said he wasn't recruited by Wisconsin. So I was like, uh oh, are we getting a, another big Tyrese Hunter game? the two things i didn't think about is Gabe Caulcher and Isaiah Brockington are both big ten transfers. Caulcher's from Minnesota Tate. Yeah. He 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 is grew up in Minnesota, went to Minnesota, has no love for Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Had a monster game today. Yep, the other guy who too. stepped up a little bit was Isaiah Brockington going he he's he, he's their best player so he kind of always steps up but uh he had four turnovers but whatever. Uh had 10 points for them. Uh Iowa State is you know, it, it it's been an up and down season, but they they are a team. I, I was reminded of this today. Have have not lost a game outside of Big Twelve play. They yeah. undefeated. They went they good. were undefeated going into Big Twelve play. Uh, they uh, took their licks in conference, but now here they are marching onto the Sweet Sixteen. It's a fun story. They won two games last year. They're, also,
1: TJ Otzelberger, we we love. To I'm say starting
0: it. a program. He's, he's he's your guy. He's the first call at me. All right,
1: I, I I think I'm right there with you. I the think, I think he's the that guy. He, uh um, he's also a coach of the year candidate right i mean he's in the conversation i think yeah. tommy lloyd is the coach of the year but we got ed cooley we got otzelberger i mean we got a lot of guys we can throw into the mix and uh, you mentioned former big 10 guys that felt good at going against big 10 teams marcus carr also and the- i saw a lot of people saying like marcus carr looks great against purdue of course he does yeah like, he's not so scared he's, he's like i know all these dudes yeah yeah, exactly. yeah i know
0: these dudes. he's like who are we
1: playing purdue perfect <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you feel bad about Wisconsin? Do you feel, no. does any part of you think like, man, this this kind no. of, because it was kind of a magical run they were on this year, winning the Big Ten, and they came out, they were picked to finish 10th, they win the conference. Yeah, Johnny Davis emerges out of nowhere, has an awesome year. I Brad Davis in his last go-round, RIP, I swear this is the last time. This has to be the last. It was very, time. Brad's anti- not
1: coming. Yeah, back. Brad can't come back. If he comes back, I, I don't know what, maybe as a coach. Uh, yeah, this felt very anticlimactic, but it also, it felt like when Johnny got hurt, that was kind of—he of, he never did like yeah.
0: fully come back. I never—I mean, I never talked myself into Johnny Davis being a hundred percent. Maybe he was, and, and he just like
1: wasn't. when I saw him in the first game against Colgate, he took a three and he airballed it so bad he chased down the air ball and and got it before it we out of bounds. That's when I said, okay, Johnny basketball is not here. He's trying to to win on seventy percent. So this was kind of an anticlimactic ending for him. I'm excited yeah. to see what's next for him. I'm also excited to see what's next for Brad. Well,
0: what uh what, what other games have we have we not hit we haven't talked to Texas Purdue who uh uh Purdue 46 to 12 free throws. Is that do I have that right? 46 yeah. to 12. Your thoughts, Dave? I was
1: trying to find the most free throws in a tournament game. I couldn't figure it out. I found the most in a regular season game, which was 79. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, think about that. Could you imagine? Like we we talk about ref shows. Was it James Harden? And <laughs> it was it the Minnesota '50s <laughs> also? Uh-huh. Did you imagine like what kind of fix was in in 1953 to get 79? Was it Wilt? Was it a Wilt game? It must be. I I I I. I Everything's
0: I, a Wilt game. Yeah. Every 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 insane stat from the '50s is Wilt Chamberlain.
1: 79 free throws, but uh, yeah. I mean, Purdue. The story of the game was that Purdue persevered. I mean, Texas gave them. A real scare. Texas, I mean, they played a lot better in the tournament than I expected, but Purdue was the better basketball team. I think that was pretty obvious. The Travion Williams was, is pretty wild, though. I've never seen something like that.
0: Travion Williams was awesome all game, and then Jay Navy took over at the end. And yeah. That, that's the formula we, we we expect to see from Purdue. They played play better defense, by the way, tonight for stretches. You know, like they let Marcus yeah. Carr go in there for a second. But uh, we also
1: pointed out when we were watching, they were talking about Matt Painter and the courage that he had to start Zach Eady over Travion Williams. and. That decision feels like it kind of was a cloud over this team a little bit, but when things when push comes to shove and Purdue needs to be the best version of themselves, I think it starts with those two guys, Travion and Jaden, and Edie. You know, is a nice like additive. You know, he's like this. How can you game plan for this guy? How can you match up with this guy? It's a nice wrinkle. But when these two guys are on Purdue, is the title type team that we expect. I can't get
0: myself to. Take Purdue seriously as a national title threat yet? Yeah, but I think uh, did, did we ultimately arrive on on Purdue making the Final Four as a success? And I think their fans are happy, and that's, that's the goal. Uh, and, and at this point, I mean, you look up and you play a 15 seed in the Sweet 16, and then you're playing either UCLA or Carolina to get to the Final Four. The bracket has broken wide open for Purdue. Broken right for you? Yeah, and if this is the best opportunity they've ever had under Matt Painter to make. If, the Final if you're Four. Purdue. I, I, I ran the numbers. I can't figure out how this could go wrong. It's, I'll, it's, I'll, it's there for the take.
1: All I have to say is, if you're Purdue and you face North Carolina, you've already beat that team. I mean, that you could not ask for a better yeah. draw. You know what I mean? Like, if what about the happened. John Wooden matchup? I love that Purdue too. And UCLA. I think Purdue. I mean, Purdue, I don't know. Purdue should, Purdue should win that game, but also Mick Cronin will make. <laughs> you know how we we talk about Purdue sometimes? They don't have the discipline. Um, they're gonna to have to have that if they played UCLA.
0: Uh Texas Tech uh beats Notre Dame. Blake Wesley has a few uh regrettable plays down He's the coming stretch, back. He was he That's was he was he was good for Notre Dame to 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 be in that position anyway. And Notre Dame is a fun team. We really like Mike Bray on this show. So yeah. I'm not gonna to say too many Shout bad. Shout out games, to Tyler.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh Notre Dame guy in here with us. So Texas Tech is gonna match up with, with
0: Duke. And how do we feel about that? I mean, obviously it's the chalk matchup. I think Texas Tech uh it, it plays so differently from Duke in the sense that they are defensive-minded. Duke yeah. is not. Uh, they, they are physical. They they it, It's the same story that Duke, every single team that Duke is going to play in this tournament, including Gonzaga, including Arizona, if they play them, uh, Duke is going to be more talented than them. So why not have a team like Texas Tech that knows full well that Duke is more talented than them and uh, is just going to try to, to I mean, kind of do what, what Houston might try to do to Arizona and just punk for lack of a better term
1: yeah i mean the big 12 in general as we saw against tcu against arizona the big 12 is i think we can all say is the best you know basketball conference based on what we've seen in this tournament so far if you really want to extrapolate something from it which i find a little ridiculous at times but there you go texas tech is going to make duke earn it and at times as much as i joke about this duke team at times they don't want to get in the mud at times they don't want to do the dirty work they like the the flexing and they like the yeah. shooting the arrows and all that stuff no time for that with this team there will be no times for hanging on the rims and if, if you look at a picture of john wooden and you really squint you can see mark Adams. <laughs> and i think that in a world where john wooden has to preserve his goat status you need someone to step Give up us, for uh, you. Uh... so texas tech is that team uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention
0: that Villanova beat Ohio State because I know everyone's waiting on me for bring that up. I like, honestly to, had forgotten. To, that to be completely today. honest with you, Shout I, out Villanova. I, I wasn't. That wasn't even a strategy for me to not talk about it because I was I was sad. What the, the 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 worst part about this game is that I have nothing to say. It's like the Villanova was better. Yeah. Villanova. It, it, it's like I, I was I was hoping for a situation where we get blown out and I could cry about like how how miserable that was to lose by thirty. I wasn't actually hoping for that, but, like, that's...
1: I know what you're saying. You
0: yeah, uh, or or it was a close game and we choked down the stretch or something happened like,
1: that... That's oh, you had a shot game. or whatever, yeah.
0: But this was just simply Villanova's a better team and Colin Gillespie's fat-ass backing down guys in the post happened <laughs> all game and 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 Samuels was great and Daniels and, like, all those dudes. Justin Moore, who I have scared of, didn't even play that well. And Villanova is just, like, a freaking machine. And uh, I, I don't know, I caught myself... I was in a situation down the stretch where I was like, all right, if we can just keep this close and get Villanova to turn the ball over and miss free throws would be good. And then I, I heard myself say that out loud, and I was like, oh, we're
1: screwed. Yeah. They're, uh, not,
0: they're not missing free throws or turning the ball over. So, it's going to take a lot to
1: knock off Villanova. And Ohio State has the talent, obviously, but the way that the Villanova played today, it was, there was really no chance. Shout out
0: game. Kyle Young, uh, who is like the Austin Collie of Ohio State basketball. The, like Every time this man, the wind blows too strong. He uh he is concussed and I
1: don't. You guys I were in the game late, and then he took a shot, and then had to go out for concussion It's 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 and... it's the
0: worst paradox ever because he's the toughest son of a bitch. Yeah, that you've ever seen, but yet he he also is. Which is also
1: like the doctor's so. nightmares when they yeah. ask him, they're like, "Are exactly. you good? Or is your bell rung?" And he's like, he's like, Ugh. he's like, "I'm good. I'm good." And you're like, definitely not. Definitely not seat. get this man out of here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so
0: I I think we touched on all the games. Moving forward, mm. uh, give us let's do a little sweet 16 preview real yeah, quick yeah, you know, yeah. wrap this thing up and please, get out of here because uh it's it's been a long weekend
1: but i can't uh, believe this is a great first weekend i can't believe it was weekend. just the first weekend great first weekend, weekend. Great basketball. we have
0: a great sweet 16 setup anything you could ask if you're a cinderella person you got st peter's if yep. you're uh uh you know a uh chalk a,
1: blue blood chalk,
0: you got the Gonzaga
1: you, arizona Duke. You got
0: the west yeah. yeah if you're if you're someone who Likes teams that were counted out and then are, are now back. You got Michigan. You got your Iowa States. Your, your
1: UNC, UCLA, and UNC are both that way a little yeah. bit. That they were, you know. I People laughed at me things. when I had UCLA going to the Final Four, like it was a joke. Yeah, but we believed. Who's we laughing? Never believed.
0: I believed in my other bracket. I'll tell you that much. I did have UCLA in my other bracket.
1: I swear. <laughs> you also had St. Peter's. <laughs> had that was it. that was, that was a big call. No one's talking about that. I had St. Peter's in
0: my other bracket. I just, Jim also had it. Yeah. Um. So I I'm, I'm going to ask you this as you look at this it's it's we could talk about things we're excited about but why do that? We'll save that for another show. Go watch another show. Yeah. There's there's a lot of options out there. You can find them if you want. Uh what we do on this show is we're haters. So let's do a haters guide to the Sweet 16 take cuz Duke is obviously going to take a lot of our attention. Yes. What else are we rooting for in this like what are haters looking at in this in the Sweet 16 and saying like we're I mean the haters want to see Michigan win. The haters want to see they Duke want to see Michigan win. win. Yeah, the haters want to see Michigan win. The haters are pulling for Michigan. The haters are pulling for Michigan. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the haters are pulling for Michigan. They want Michigan to win. That can't be true. You're out of your mind. The haters out love of your Michigan. You're out of. your They mind. love Duke. Well, I'm a hater, and
1: I, I you're not. Oh, you're saying we're the haters. I'm yeah. saying our haters. What are our haters? No, I'm
0: not want? saying our haters. I'm saying oh, oh, we're Oh, oh saying, we're the haters. Yeah, 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 oh my god. I'm not oh, saying god. our haters. I'm sorry, saying people sorry. I'm saying people that watch college basketball yeah, 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 with yeah, hatred yeah. in their heart. Yes. What yes. are they what are they like wait what are they cheering? Like like what I'm saying is there are a lot of t- obviously we cut the field in half, Tate. There yeah, a lot yeah, of these yeah. teams are out now. So if you're a if you're a a, a San Diego State fan and you're like, what do, tell me what to watch now? Like what do I and, and nobody, nobody's gonna watch saying like I'm cheering for this, other than yeah. cheering
1: against. You know what I'm saying? I think everyone, if you're a hater, you're cheering against Gonzaga winning the title. That, that's one of the hater things you're trying to make. That sure would Gonzaga be a hater thing. Yeah, is not win a national championship. You're Duke,
0: Duke is obviously at the top of the hater power. Yes. like we're, we're yes. making sure Duke does not make the final four. Yeah, I think Gonzaga not winning a national title is a hater move. Uh, Michigan, John Howard struck a man. He has to be on the list. Yeah, he's on there. Um. What what else would be on there? I think Kansas is a blue blood in a one seed. So yeah, probably cheering for chaos upsets.
1: Uh, the haters are cheering against both Carolina and UCLA. Um, but one team has to win, so they don't. They no one knows, but they're they're pulling against both of them. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: I think I think I think uh, Houston, Houston is a likable team for uh, you know the 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 general fan. I think they would. They, they would like to see a a, a huge. For whatever
1: reason, I think Villanova has some vitriol. I, I think they get some hate. I think there's some people that's like I've seen so. I've seen this before.
0: I think we're one more title away for Villanova
1: to get get turned though.
0: Like just just yeah. go nuclear
1: because Raleigh Massimino that 1985 title it carries so much cachet and honestly when you talk to old heads they immediately think of that fun team that you know had this major upset over Patrick Ewing obviously so
0: because yeah. here, here's the arc of Jay Wright he wins the first title and the first title just says. He doesn't suck like we thought he did. Yeah. You know, because like he hasn't also, had a reputation forever. Great shot. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like
1: it's like this moment. Then the
0: second title is Whoa. I, I actually respect him now. Yes. Then the third title is I hate this man.
1: Yes. And he's he's won way too He's much. won too much. Yeah. He, he's winning too much.
0: Uh what about you? What about Carolina? So what, what are what are the nightmare situations for Carolina? Because you were you were there's saying, only one. If you lose to UCLA, you're just gonna tip your cap. Yeah. So I, I pitched the idea of a segment called Cap tip or salty bitch, and I give you a hypothetical team that knocks out Carolina, and you tell me whether you're tipping your cap or whether you're. you're uh,
1: a I'm a tip of the cap kind of guy, um but the only team that would make me be uh, an SB would be Duke. Um, Duke in the Final Four, one is what the world. And this is I think, what the world. Wants. I think it's what the Illuminati wants. That's what and the I, world wants. And Carolina. And then they're in the like Final setting me want. up for slaughter as I like look around. I'm like, this is. You, ask the, you know, you're you're like, who's gonna say like this has been too good. Everything's just been a little too sweet, and no matter what happens in the final four, I have to reiterate: no matter what Coach K would do to Carolina in the final four, it will never take away the fact that the last game in Cameron Indoor, he lost to your North Carolina. That's not true. If
0: if if Coach K beats you in the final four, it is
1: true. No matter what,
0: (laughs) no matter what,
1: the the last time that he played on his court, we beat him. But if it does happen in the Final Four in New Orleans, um, I am going to need a Xanax. I mean, I don't know what else I could do. Win or lose, it's going to be the greatest day in the history of the show. Oh, I'm dressing Carolina up like a boo, brother. I'm going to the game in New Orleans. <laughs> I am literally going to lose my voice. Um, I can't. Wait. Whatever it takes.
0: It's not going to happen.
1: There's no way it could happen. There has been so many There's times no that we were on a collision course, North Carolina and Duke, in the NCAA tournament. Because I've seen a lot of people write stories, they're two games away. We've been two games away from Duke multiple times. In the best-case scenario, you ask the worst-case, best-case scenario, North Carolina gets to the Final Four. We're waiting for Duke. We're like, bring it on. We feel good. We want to play these losers. And then the losers lose. And then they don't go to the Final Four. And then forever, not only did we beat the losers uh, in Coach K's last home game, but then the losers couldn't even get to the Final Four to I think Duke. Us.
0: I think Duke plays before you, so I don't think that's going to happen, but
1: I, I, I hear what you're best saying. Best case. I hear I what said, you're saying. I, I said yeah, best, best case. case. Throw, out the, throw out the schedules. Best case scenario.
0: Um, is that it? I think we touched on everything. I mean, the, as you said, the Sweet 16 is also. Oh, I want to say this. I want to say this. Uh, We are doing, if you're someone watching, you're a fan of one of these 16 teams and you're already making your Final Four plans like Tate is, where he's already uh, looking ahead and saying I can't wait to get to New Orleans. No,
1: UCLA's got it. UCLA's got Watch it. Watch the Tar Heels We
0: are going to be in New Orleans uh, we are doing a live show on Thursday of Final Four week. We are doing a live show at the Knopfsee Hotel. Uh, it is it is halfway between um, um, Bourbon Street and and the Superdome. It's right in the thick of everything. Nice. It, we're doing a we're, we, we're in it. Yeah. Are you aware of this? I am aware, aware of it. Okay. I, right.
1: Yeah. I didn't know how to say, I didn't know how to pronounce the hotel. Knopfsee. I believe. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, we we are going to be doing a live show. Uh, we we have a link that you can go get tickets on. You go
1: to our Twitter and then you 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 see there's a link there it's eventbrite you click eventbrite. on it yeah. we'll tweet it as well We'll yeah. put it, you know, like all the places. Uh, yeah, but, there but go. uh,
0: we're going to be doing a live show. Uh, it's it's going to be a ton of fun. That's Thursday leading into the Final Four. We have to do it on Thursday because we have ob- obligations on Friday, so it's a little early in the week. I understand. Yeah, that. But, like you'll be there Thursday. You'll be there Thursday. Take the take the week off. We're going to
1: dinner song. with Bruce Pearl on Friday. Yeah, we,
0: we got yeah. a dinner yeah. reservation. So he wants uh, to
1: learn how to be a real bad guy.
0: If you are planning on going to the Final Four, please, please, please come check us out. Come to the live show. We're going to try to get some guests. We don't we don't even, we want to like float the idea of guests because I think it's going to be a last minute call and yeah. like see who's
1: there i have asked for will wade uh no one we have put in no a
0: request we have <laughs> talked I, I should you not we have talked to will wade's people and yeah said we want will wade and they said give it a little bit of time let, yeah. it, let it cool
1: down we we're also like, oh, we we're not so, sure if they're will wade's people we don't even know what yeah, will wade's people know what necessarily means
0: <laughs> uh so there's that is there anything else any party shots jim do you have anything
1: we'll be back next week doing this again <laughs> Every night? <laughs> I, Thursday. I didn't know Friday, that was a question Saturday, he was asking yeah. us. Like Monday. does he have to work next weekend? Jim, Jim, you have to work. Jim,
0: how did your your fir- the first time watching an NCAA tournament in your life? How did you uh How'd how did you, you feel you
1: it? Was it like the NIT? It was good. That <laughs> that woman on iowa is really good. Caitlin Clark? Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's the really KD good. of college Why basketball. We, talking about Caitlin Clark? we need more honestly, if I was an Iowa fan. That's all I would talk. If someone asked me, like, dude what happened in the tournament, room. I'd say, Caitlin's doing great. It's, it's,
0: it, by the way, I'm going to speak on behalf of the whole Big Ten. Uh, the, a lot of piling on the Big Ten today. Yeah.
1: Um, Some have said it's the Pac-12 with better distribution. Dude, That's what the talk, haters are saying.
0: Pac-12, we did Pac-12 update last year. Pac-12 dominated
1: the dominated. tournament.
0: We did ACC update this year because the ACC was a joke. Dominating the tournament.
1: It Turns out, never a joke. Turns, turns out, out that the college basketball media powers that be They're idiots. But I wanted to say the Big Ten,
0: my final thought is the Big Ten, a lot of piling on going on on the Big Ten Conference. And uh, I just want to point out that, like, none of these were upsets except for for Iowa and and Wisconsin. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's their fault.
0: Uh, Ohio State wasn't upset. Michigan State wasn't upset. Houston was favored against Illinois. How many, um, how many big Indiana teams? loses to St. Mary's like that was they weren't supposed to be so like nobody. Everyone's like upset because they're like, well, how many how many times do we have to do this where we overhype the Big Ten? And I just want to say yeah. who was overhyping the Big Ten? Nobody thought the Big Ten was good this year.
1: Well, I have a question. Nobody for talked you.
0: about the Big Ten. Maybe.
1: How many how many Big Ten teams are in the Sweet 16? Two, right?
0: One of the Sweet 16 is Big Ten. It's teams. Two. That's how, a lot.
1: How many SEC teams?
0: Well, That's a great point.
1: One. The one that I yeah, see. Yeah. So what, what, what are we talking about? Why aren't we're we talking about, why talking about the SEC? The, hey, the the yeah. Why aren't we talking alliance, about the They're the loudest. welcome to the Alliance. Why aren't we talking about the SEC? Alliance. Why aren't we talking about the SEC? <laughs> uh,
0: we will say goodbye with that. Congratulations to all the teams that made the Sweet 16. <laughs> Hang the banners. We're, we're so happy for you. We are going to be back next week. This tournament is not over, folks. Yes. There's more basketball left to be played. We're going to be covering it all. See you guys.
1: Can't wait.